0: You're listening to the Purpose Driven Person Podcast. This podcast is made for leaders unwilling to give up their desires to be purpose driven. Guys, I made this show for a compass for you to have more purpose in leadership through four concepts, creation, communication, collaboration, and connection in both business and in life. My name is Matthew Leland Cox. I'm the founder of Never Give Up Youth Healing Center, Never Give Up Wellness Center, and Never Give Up Foundation. You can find me at matthewlelandcox.com. Are you ready? Well, let's do this. Uh, Fatwa, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on this show, Um, the purpose-driven person. We're going to be talking about some things. But before we get started, I just want to get to know you and have the listeners get to know where you came from and what you do and all that. I always like to start out with the guests just kind of introducing themselves so tell us, give us a little background because I know where I'm going to go with it is health and nutrition, and we're going to be talking about what you're doing now in your life. So where did, where did you grow up?
1: I grew up in Colombia in South America, and I lived there until I was about 12 years old. After that, our family decided to move to Panama for political reasons, and we were there until I was about 18 years old, and then we moved to Utah. Um, I was the first one to come to Utah, though. I came by myself.
0: Now, you came to Utah. You were, um, was, were you a teenager at the time, or you, how old were you?
1: I was 18 years old. I have finished high school. I have already done one year of uh, university. I was in the architecture college, and actually, I wanted to go to Paris. I have always loved France, and I, ha- I, I used to speak French then. I really wanted to go there. I had my visa. I had everything work out. But at the time, there was a political problem with Panama and Manuel Antonio Noriega. So my dad asked me to come to Utah instead of going to Paris because we have friends here in Utah. My father had been here about a year earlier. My sister had been here for a summer years later, excuse me, years earlier. So he said, You know, I'd rather you go to Utah where we know people. And I know that you will be safe than go to Paris as an exchange student. And, you know, and just, I'd rather you go somewhere closer. So I ended up coming to Utah instead of Paris. So
0: So that was my exchange. Well, all this (laughs) journey, was it an easy journey to get all the way to this point? Or was it, did you have some ups and downs or?
1: Um, Well, you know, I had a wonderful father that belief on protecting my innocence as a child. Right. So during this whole time I never knew that he was actually protecting us, to be honest with you. Um I came to find out that my life, my parents and my siblings life has been in danger for years and years and years until I came to the United States. But I never knew that until I was about twenty or so. So it was an easy journey. I had a happy childhood a great uh, teenager lives. I used I tell my children I was an adolescent, not a teenager. I believe a teenager is an excuse to be goofy and to to me an adolescence is a per, is between childhood and, and adulthood and it's how to become mature. So I always tell my children to be adolescents, not teenagers. So anyway, I had a wonderful adolescence life and so no, my life has always been wonderful, so it wasn't really a hard jo- journey to come to the United States at all. We came, I came as a um, tourist again because both my father and my sister
0: so so you were saying that your your father protected you guys was was he how did he do that? Was he part of your life or did he send you over here to do that or?
1: No, he has always been part of my life. He's my greatest hero. I love my dad with all my heart. And um, he just protected us by withholding a lot of information. And it's funny that you asked me that, because even this morning I was thinking about it. I was thinking, you know, I am 50 years old now, and I still don't know many things that he took with him, because he always told me, the less that you know, the better off that you are. So he was a politician and he had to leave our country because of that. So I know a little bit about it, but that's about it. So he just protected us by not not giving us enough information so that we wouldn't know everything that the reasons why we needed to come to the United States.
0: Well, this journey, it led you all the way to the United States, to all the places, Utah. And you spent a lot of time in Utah. Did you do some college there? Did you do any higher education?
1: Yes, I'm an accountant. So I do have a bachelor's in science uh, on business accounting. And prior to coming to the United States, I was already in college. I have one year of architectural school at the University of Panama. Um, So a school education is a very, very important part of my life. I'm in high school, I graduated in the very top three of high school. So I was a valedictorian, although I was not able to have the honor because I wasn't a Panamanian citizen. But um, education, learning, in a school, I'd like candies to me. I love to study.
0: <laughs> You're like, give me more. Bad
1: thing, but I do.
0: <laughs> no, that's good. I mean, studying is, is important. So one of your values, um, I've... Knowing you for a while. I mean, learning is a big thing for you. Education yes. and knowledge. And, and you took this accounting green. I, I want the reason I, I love interviewing people that have this drive of having purpose now purpose for you, um, as you're doing all this journey, where did you think you discovered your purpose or your passion in life? What was it through this journey into accounting school or what did you find it after?
1: Huh, that's a good question. Um, I think inside of me, I have always have a, passionate, a, a passion for life, for learning, and for health. Because as a child, all of my Christmas and birthday presents were doctor's instruments. I wanted to become a doctor. And I still do. I was talking with my children last week, my adult children, all, most of them. And I told him that if I could, I would, because I love I I still go to a hospital and I love being there, seeing the doctors and hoping that hmm, I should I have become one. So I that passion almost was born with me. I remember being ten and saying I will become a doctor. So ever since then, uh, it's something that I have. Al- I have always loved life, always loved learning, and always loved health. So those are three things that, it seems to me, if I try to think back, 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 are from childhood times. So they're very, very, very core of my my being and my personality.
0: Wow, you know, I didn't know that part of you that you wanted to be a doctor. So yes. that's a big thing. So that tells me why you're in a where you're now in your career. I mean you and your husband have built several businesses, um, both a real estate but also um, other businesses. And then now your primary some of your focus is into health and wellness. You're doing a lot of stuff with a company called the Terra and their oils and essential oils and stuff. And it's really an interesting journey. Can you tell us a little about this journey from Owning a brick and mortar to going into the health—it sounds like you're kind of fulfilling your being a doctor through this company.
1: That is so true. So, so I have to make a disclosure that I decided not to become a doctor because, um, and this, I, my I, my children know, my husband knows. One day, back in Colombia, when I was visiting my home country, someone knocked at the door, and they were selling books. I remember being a young man that was very handsome. I was 17 or 18, and I thought, whoa, he's cute. And we started talking. He was selling encyclopedias. And in it, the conversation came that he says, "Uh, why do you want to become a doctor? And I told him why. But then he said, how can you be a doctor and a mother? Hmm. And for whatever reason, that stuck with me. And after a bit, I thought, you know what? I cannot do both. And again, my passion had been life learning and health, but I decided I wanted to be a mother more than I wanted to be a doctor. And I'm one that when I want to do something, I want to do 100% or better. So I decided I could not be 100% of a doctor if I wanted to be 100% of my mother. And motherhood was so much more important to me. So that's why that passion of going to uh, medical school did not go through, but I still love it. And th- so with that in mind, how did I find myself in the health industry is a very interesting journey because my husband and I have a various business. Um, one has been in business for f- about 52 years, yeah. uh, which is Hasselhoff Draper and Blinds. And then there is the real estate business that we have for about 20 years. But about three years ago, my daughter, Nadia Christine, who is a uh, a songwriter. she received a phone an email from someone saying that they were interested in her doing a son for a company that was a healthcare company that needed a new son for their foundation that is called Hans uh, Healing Hands Foundation uh, she was a little bit concerned about it oh Matt sorry can, can you give me one second yeah well,
0: hold on I'll pause it and go
1: so someone emailed her and asked her that they needed a, a new song for the Healing Hands Foundation. She wasn't quite sure about an email just coming so random. So she decided to, she asked me, mom, can you go on to this meeting with me? So I went to the meeting, I said, let's meet somewhere that is public. So she chose the Starbucks in Orem, and we went to a meeting. I went a little early because I wanted to kind of look at the person before we start the meeting when um, I was there about 10 minutes early, when this gentleman, walked in, I just knew that was him. I thought, you know, you just get that hand that oh, this is the person my daughter is having a meeting with. And then when my daughter, Nadia Christine, walk in, uh, he approaches and says, you're Nadia? And she's like, yeah. And then they started talking and then I came to a conversation. So anyway, do you know the person? That's Kenny, who um, had okay. reached out to Nadia okay. to see if she can write a song for the Healing Hands Foundation. We sat down, we talked, he mentioned how he um, has been with doTERRA for about five plus years at the time and how he knows all the eight founders very well that he used to work with them on a consulting basis and gone all over the world to do consulting basis for them and how they were looking for a new son for the Healing's Hand Foundation project. And when he stumbled into Nadia's YouTube, he wanted to see if Nadia would be interesting to do so. Wow. After the conversation, I mean we went on for about an hour uh, over a hot chocolate. Uh, he also said, you know, um, this is a great business. When he found out I was from Colombia, he says, and they're going to be opening Colombia not too long ago. Would you be interested? He told me a little bit about the business and said, oh, maybe he says, well, why don't I invite you to my house to come on? I said, let me talk to my husband. But when I talked to him, there was something about it. I just kind of thought, "Hmm, maybe it is something that I'm interested about it. So then um, I came home and I told Mark about it, my husband. And he's like, oh, i not sure. But there was something that felt good. Seriously, it was just that because we have been offered different type of business like, uh, like that many, many times in yeah. our past 20-plus years of marriage. So, um, finally, Mark says, yeah, there's something that sounds good. Let's meet with him. So, we went to Kenny's house. Alarm is going. I hope you can hear me.
0: Oh, I can hear you. You're fine. Okay.
1: So, we went to his house and met him and his wife, Rebecca. And Nadia also came with us. We find out that his wife was Miss Provo. Uh, Nadia has been uh, first attended to Miss South Jordan, so we had a great conversation there.
0: Wow. Anyway,
1: we started talking about what was the what the Terra stand for, and it was a very good conversation. I mean, we were there again for about an hour. We never talk about money. We talk about how this company has a purpose to make sure that people's people are empowered with their own health and have better health and better work themselves. And I like that because again, one of my passion was, and it still is to be a doctor. Yep. And this is what I guess this is the hit that hit the nail on the right place. When I came to the United States, when I was 18, um, I did a lot of things, then, but married my husband by the time I was 23, but knew him for years. One of the things I had a hard time with was that every time we had a, you know, a physical ailment, headache, stomachache or anything like that, he would say, well, take this or take that or A or B or C. And it would bother me because I grew up with a mom that if I had a tummy ache, she will go and make a cinnamon tea. She will boil our water, put cinnamon, and then give me cinnamon tea, and then I will feel better. If I have a headache, she will go outside, pick up some peppermint leaves, make a tea. We used to call it aromatic waters. We don't call them teas back there. And that's what I will have. And I can go on and on about the different herbal uh, medications that I received as a child all of my life and yeah when I came to us I can never find that Oops. so when Kenny gave me the option to know about this manner or this company that was empowering people's health I was like oh, to no more finally <laughs> because I was like I have been looking for something like this for so many years so there there began another journey
0: of so this is crazy because you know at this time you guys were doing pretty well with your other businesses um, so that's you you know you you'd shared that with me it's like and eh, I'm not really interested until that spark had hit or that connection occurred and so as this journey can continue to happen the <clears throat> can you speak on just you know, sometimes when people get into things like this, because they don't, like you said, you guys got approached many times on different businesses because people would find out that you guys are business owners, uh, that you are a numbers person. And they would say, hey, you'd make a good person for this. And it just never felt right. Right. And yes. this, this just kind of lined up. And as you then started this journey, how's it been, you know, because I'm, I'm, you know, purpose driven, doesn't matter what people do what drives people is they have to connect to it because you can do anything and not be happy. I had, uh, the other day I was interviewing a doctor and he was an ER doctor and he said he was miserable, but then he finally figured out psychiatry and he just fell in love with the psychiatry side. And that's what he does now. He's a psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. And so you now are hitting this. I mean, you, you loved your businesses, but what I can tell you light up when you talk about this, what What's the difference with this?
1: Well, honestly, Matt, I think I have been greatly blessed mm-hmm. because all five businesses that we have done, I have a passion for. I Good. really, really do. So you like, have passion
0: for business, or
1: I have passion for the specific businesses that we are involved okay. in.
0: Perfect.
1: Like with Hazard Drape Print we have been blessed to go all over the world and make beautiful, beautiful drapes for buildings that are special to us. So that is something that, that's my husband's passion and dream. And I love sharing that with him because I get to go with him and I get to be part of it as an accountant because I help him on that. On the real estate business, I love, love there's it. something about making a deal. If I can buy something for less and and then may, sell it for more, or if I can rent it, I love rentals. There's something about that. With the horses, I love when my daughter wins. And we just got a, our first baby colt. Yeah. We have been breeding for four years and can never happen. I mean, we have a mare that is, has 30 national champions, and we finally got a baby colt. And yeah, he is gorgeous he's less than three weeks old and we love it and then uh we started a business with my musician daughter i love when i go to all of her music videos and this and that so i feel that i have been very blessed i have a son that's a pilot i love to watch him fly and i even went on a flight with him and although scared to death because he started to go the ups and downs in the air with me. I love it. Mom. Yeah. Yes, and I love being a soccer mom. So I kind of feel that I am blessed because I have been given a life where not only businesses, but other things that my children's dreams are things that I love. Now, the reason why I love doTERRA and is passionate about it is because I can help people with a passion that I had as a child to be a doctor. And now I can help people how to take care of their health by them being empowered themselves, by then learning how these oils that are 100% pure, just like the herbs. When I was a child, I mean, my mom would just go outside and pick up a plant and just make me an aromatic water or a tea that most people will call, for whatever ailment I was having. So that's why Duterte is like, whoa, because it's a new discovery. It's my my new baby, like the baby cold is three weeks old. The <laughs> hole, is like the baby business. Baby <laughs>
0: business until it becomes a big one.
1: Yes. Yes. But you're right. You have to have a connection. And that's why I talk about all the others because I have connection with all the others. I love interior decorating. I love real estate. I love horses. I love music. I love flying. I love soccer. You do have to be a connection and you don't have to have a connection to one thing. You can have a connection to many things. Yes. But there is a time and a place for everything. Everything. Like the way I divide my weeks are so I can actually be a hundred percent good in every single one of those, and still enjoy and have a connection with all of them.
0: And you—you you, you hit a good principle that I teach. It's the four C's. I have a philosophy. It's called creation, communication, connection, and collaboration. These are the areas in purpose-driven person is—is is like you—you you said it in all these businesses. You connected to them. It was your purpose. Now, the big thing is everybody wants to probably know you know you 're a mom you're you 're running all these businesses. was there a struggle in, in doing all these things? Did you have ups and downs? Did you have trials a little bit as you were building them?
1: Oh, yes, our family has not been spared of tragedies mm-hmm. and a lot of up and downs um, there is a lot of depression there has been suicidals in our family so No. Have we have up and downs? Oh, yes. And I think the secret is balance. You you have to balance your life. And I feel that that was a gift. I'm a very religious person. You know that. Mm -hmm. And I feel that was a gift I was given before I came to this earth. Because somehow, someway, it's something that comes easy to me. To be able to take many tasks and balance them out and know when to give here or there, but always keeping my priorities straight. And in my case, motherhood, being a wife are my, per- my priorities. My religion is a priority. And yeah, this business can be wonderful, but they are priorities. So I think it, for my secret in life has been balanced, learning to find a balance so that you can do all things, even among tragedies, even among sad things, you can accomplish all if you learn how to balance your life well.
0: So you hit a good concept of balancing. <clears throat> this is what I've this is the reason I've done this podcast is how do owners or business people create a balance between life and business? Cause that is the key here is purpose-driven people. And what I try to do with this is you can own something, you can be successful, but if you're out of balance, it's like trying to drive a car with two flat tires, right? Yes. I can be very successful at the office, but not so successful at home. So what would be your advice to people that are driving their purpose that want to do it? How did you balance? How, what, what's the secret to that?
1: You know, um, this is not my saying. Um, and I'm trying to remember her last name, but her first name is Belinda. Okay. Belinda was someone that was assigned to do a certain ministering in my church. And I was a young mother. And I was a little frustrated at the time because there were all these women that were so crafty and (laughs) they will make the dresses for their daughters. They will make their homemade pastas. And I was like, my goodness, how do they find time to do all that? I barely can get out of changing diapers and cooking dinners or lunches. And it was one day we were out doing visits and I expressed about that amount of stress to her. And she taught me the best principle I will I, I will give credit to. And that was, she says, Father, there's a time and a season for all, te- all things. And then she says, when there's a springtime, you everything starting new. You're having babies. When there's summertime, you're enjo- enjoying the flowers. You're enjoying your children's dreams. Then there comes fall, you start enjoying your grandchildren and things are starting to slow down. And then comes winter when you're an older person. And I literally have taken that. So to me, it has been understanding there is a time and a season for all things. Pause for a second, I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) Go ahead and go.
1: So there is a time and a season for all things. And I really think that's important. Somebody else taught me some part of the analogy, but the analogy was there is a large plate, a small plate, and a soup plate. And you just need to make sure that you don't overflow your plates. And the way that I have guided my life is that I have honestly, honestly tried to put my children, my husband and my children as the priorities. And I feel that whenever I put them first, everything else falls right. I mean, I was the kind of mom that will sit down and try to, I I don't want to put myself down like I'm super good, no. But I will sit down and do homework with them and try to make sure that they did their homework. I joined in a school in any way, so I love education. So that was something I wanted to do. But I always tried to make sure they were my priority and they make time for everything else around them. And I think that's for whatever reason that has worked for me because, but I do want to say something. When there were children and when I was changing diapers and all of that, I wasn't as involved in businesses. Yep. Were we doing the interior design business? Yes. And I will go to the office two or three times a week, part time. Uh, were we doing the real estate? Yes. We're very small. Now all of my children are older. I have from a 25 to a 17. So now it's different. Now I can put a lot more emphasis in business because my children have grown up. But I still have a, a daughter that is very, very competitive place, competitive soccer. I go to all of her soccer games. Once in a while, I may not be able to go for A or B reason. I still have a daughter in horses, my son. So I always try to make that a priority. And I think when you try to make that a priority, I hope my children will remember that will try to apply that in their lives, but I do believe that's the secret to success. Time, and there's a time and a season, balance and really understanding your priorities and wait for the right time, because a lot of people wants to be where I'm at when they are a young mother, and that's not going to happen. You kind of have to wait for the right time.
0: And I like that you're using time, because time is, you know, I always learned working with kids and families is, you know, little kids, even teenagers, 17-year-olds, they don't spell love, L-O-V-E, they spell it T-I-M-E, right? You've heard that saying is they want yeah. that time. And, and this is what I do, used to tell parents. And, and I've been around your children, and you've done an amazing job because you you've invested that time. So if we use a business term, the ROI, the return on your investment, is yes. really interesting because I tell parents this. The more time you spend when they're little, the, the bigger return you get when they're older. Um, and, and there's, there's some cases and, and God bless all of them is there's some cases you can spend a lot of time and be a really good parent. And we know a lot of good stories in our religion about that is you, you can still have a wayward child, right? They can mm-hmm. still go a different direction. And so I was, I think time is huge. Now going back to this concept, cause you hit it on the head and I love what you're saying right now, cause this is my belief in business. You know, I've been a business owner. It can suck up your time if you let it. You and some some people really get driven in, and I've been guilty of that, where my business consumes me and that balance starts unbalancing. So what what are some things and especially this time right now, uh, Fado, we're in a really crazy time right now. Um, in all the years we've lived, and I I'm I'm you know, at 42 years old and I've, I've seen in the 70s, I was born in the 78s, and all throughout the year, we have never thought we'd see a pandemic during our time, right? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so what are some things you're doing with all your stuff, uh, with your businesses, especially Deterra, to help families? What, what are some advice for people in this pandemic right now?
1: Well, one of the things is to really enjoy the time. I personally have not felt the pandemic as other people may have felt it. Mm -hmm. So I feel a little guilty of that just because most of what I do, I, am still doing it. Um, because, uh, for instance, the the doTERRA business is something I do like this via zoom or calling people or talking to people. So for that, and same with my real estate. Um, so a lot of I hear all these people that are very bored, that has so much time in their hands, this and that. And I feel like, well, it has not make a difference to me. The only difference is not being able to go out on Fridays with my husband because it's like we can go you know and even he's like oh and we love that's one thing we have done all of our lives merry life is to go out together once a week sometimes twice a week but friday or saturday nights are very sacred to us so that's what i have felt so the pandemic has a different taste for me because i'm kind of still living a very normal life the difference is that my daughter is home instead of going to school so two things i wanted to say is one finding that balance even today i was working here in the same couch that i'm talking to you and she was in the other couch next to it and she was trying to do her homework but then she started talking to me and i was still typing the computer and i had to mentally tell myself stop look at her so you kind of have to train yourself because I had to put my hands down and then look at her and see what she was saying. Instead of just listening to her while I keep type, typing, whatever I was emailing, or I don't even recall what I was doing. So that is one thing that you kind of have to train yourself to do. I don't know there's something she noticed, but it's something that I do notice. So what have I done with the doTERRA in regards to a pandemic? I do have a lot of people that are having anxiety and depression issues. Mm. And I'm so very grateful for the new adaptive app that doTERRA just launched last week. I use that it. It, uh, uh, amazing! I have it on my phone. I mean, the meditation <laughs> sessions and just the adaptive itself. I My husband is taking them. I gave some to my daughter, my oldest daughter, Nadia Christine. I gave some to my daughter, um, Najila, to put in her room. I mean, it's just so good. But the app itself, even if you're not dealing with anxiety or depression or nothing, it's just just learning how to take care of yourself is important. So I have been trying to inform a lot of people. So I'm using this pandemic time to say, hey, there is items, not only apps, but oils that will help you. My son actually had to be in quarantine for a week because in his employment somebody tested positive and we were very very strict about him being in quarantine and i gave him some on guard pills to take which is the on guard pearls because on guard helps with the immune system the antioxidants are increased so i gave that to him in case that he was fighting the virus he's only 20 so even if he was around it, even if he was contagious it could be very easy fat because of the age i also asked him to diffuse on guard so i did that with him during that whole week now that he went back to work i gave him an on guard uh, pearls and asked him to please take two in the morning to a day i diffuse every single day my house you have on guard diffusing i have on guard pearls on guard candies everything on guard Uh, In our business, uh, uh, our interior design business, House of Drapery, every office has an on-guard diffuser. And even the few customers that do decide to come in, they're like, oh, it smells good. We're like, yes, we're trying to keep, I mean, we're clogging everything as requested. We're wearing the mask, we're using gloves. We used to have a little container where we always have candies. Mm -hmm. And about two weeks ago, one of our installers came to the office and went to eat a candy. And he's like, oh, you don't have candies. You have gloves. Because instead of putting candies, we're putting gloves there, you know. But uh, he thought it was funny. But I thought, hey, if you don't have gloves, grab some of it. But anyway, so I'm using a lot of the products in our business with our children to ensure that it will help us and protect us from this virus. I do have to be in full disclosure because this is what doTERRA is asking us. I'm not saying that on guard cures the virus or COVID-19, but I'm saying that it helps with our antioxidants in our bodies. And yep. therefore, we're <clears throat> defeating it and we're taking it in order to make sure that we are as protected as possible from it.
0: Yeah, and, you know, and the research has shown is increasing your immunity system is going to help you fight it. It's like the flu, it's anything is... If you can do anything to help your body, give that little extra boost, that's what you want to do, and that's what the on guard stuff does. and you know and, and it's been great to have you on the show and i I'm excited with all this stuff because it's just it's great to hear your drive as an individual to really meet that philosophy of of driving your purpose. Now, one thing I have is I always ask this at the end of the show is 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 reading and studying important to keep your purpose going? to keep driving. Do you do that on a regular basis where you study and read?
1: Yes. I read every day for minimum one hour a day. See, that's huge. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's part of my self-care that I have to read every day. There are certain things that I read in order to take care of myself. Hmm. Learning is a total important, I don't care where you are in life, um, even last week, I found a subject that was interested in, and I took one morning and for five hours, I researched it on that subject. That's amazing. So I absolutely am a believer of reading in order to learn more. And I'm a believer on higher education, always obtaining as much education as you can, no matter where you're at in life.
0: Awesome. Well, Fado, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Now, how can they reach you? Where can they find you? Can they find you on Facebook? Where, where can people find you?
1: Yes, I am on Facebook, Fadwa Terra. Uh, Also Instagram, Fadwa Terra. That's F-O-S-M-F-R-A-N-K-A-D-W-A-T, as in tomato, E-R-R-A. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. And they can always come if they want. 801-440-1709.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you again. And we look forward to having you on the show again.
1: Sounds great. Thanks, Matt. Good talking to you. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Hey, guys, thank you for listening to the Purpose Driven Person podcast. Something I said today resonated with you. Head over to my website. I'd love to give you a free gift to download, but you can also email me at purposedrivenperson at gmail.com. And don't forget to head over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And remember, guys, always continue to push your dreams and never give up. I'll see you next time. Take care.